Hello and welcome to Pals Pulls. This is the Comics Pals weekly Thursday night show where we review everyone's favorite thing. The reason we're all here for comics. Uh, Kale's here. Is that what we're supposed to be here for? No, it's a social club. Uh, Tyler? We're not here to talk about just random toys. This is my Etrigan action figure. This is, this is not I what thought we're doing. this was the toy social club. Yeah. No, I'm Sean, um, and uh, I th- I thought we were here to talk the about tick? comics nice. personally. Nice. Yeah, the tick. Like what? All right. I mean, I guess we'll talk about comics. I'm a little loopy today, though. I will say, I'm just gonna give you that off the top. Um, That's the I, scariest thing imaginable for me as the host of this show. I was trying to mod a Sentry action figure, um, and I used spray yeah. paint, and I forgot to wear yeah. a mask, so I'm a little dizzy today. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. So Tyler's been huffing paint. Uh, I've been reading comics. We've got four books for you this week. Four of the the week's biggest releases. Uh, We got Batman One Bad Day, Bane, number one. Uh, The Flash, 791. This is issue two of the One Minute War. The book that everybody is talking about, Immortal X-Men number 10. And uh, last but certainly not least, the listener pick this week in what was a hotly contested Ooh, yeah. week that saw a, a couple of creators uh, actually retweeting the the poll. And it I'm w- the bat for their books, man. Yeah, and I love it. I love to see it. But actually, Wasp, number one, won out this week. So that's what we will be reviewing. Oh, you uh, got reviewing. the Daughterman cover too, huh? How could I not? The you Daughterman not, covers yeah. are always great. Once once I'm forced to go to physical comics again, um, I, I guess I'll be getting specific covers as well. And and real quick, since you mentioned it, this is so this is the Daughterman variant. For those of you who aren't unaware, um, what he's been doing recently is he's been taking the the main character of the book and drawing every costume they've ever had alongside their their current one, and the Wasps costumes fill up the nearly the entire page like there's so little room for yeah. anything else uh the creative teams are not on this because of how many costumes wasp has i love it but uh that aside before we dive into these reviews uh want to let you guys know how you can find and support the show all over the internet of course we're the comics pals so at the comics pals on all social media platforms including tiktok if you want to watch us live uh, you can watch us every single Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch is down right now, uh, but hey, it's, we're there. It's iffy. Yeah, yeah, it's iffy right now. So, you know, um, but you can catch on catch us on both those platforms. 6 p.m. Thursdays, 10:15 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays for the main podcast. Uh, this week we'll certainly be talking about uh, Comicsology and all their woes. Well, you're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> did, did you uh, did you walk into your your uh, Midtown Comics being like, <laughs> look at me, I have easy access to books for per- perpetuity for now? You know what, Tyler? I really didn't. Um, that's a really sick thought that you would even have. Um, I don't think I, that way. I was huffing paint. Well, I mean, it's not abnormal. No, I do it often. This this time it was right. accidentally. Uh, patreon.com slash the comics pals is the best way to support the show. There's a link to that in the description of anything we do for as little as $3 a month. You get access to our newsletters, which are weekly. Uh, you get access to our exclusive show palling around this. We actually just dropped one this week. Uh, we talked about our childhood, so get ready to, uh, jerk your tears. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> pause. What? what do you mean? It's a tear jerker, not jerk the oh. tears. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Especially I, when we're talking about childhood. <laughs> I use I use the phrase that I didn't quite understand, and it put it me happens. in hot water. Yeah. Whoops. Um. <laughs> uh. No, I was lying, Kale. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. And you can actually help us out because not only do you get to vote for the book club. But you also get to give us feedback on our next show, a show we're going to be debuting imminently. And we want your help to figure out how to make it as good as it could possibly be. So head on over there and, uh, you know, see what we've got on offer. 
Let's talk about DC's first offering of the week. We got One Bad Day Bane. This is by Joshua Williamson on the script. Howard Porter doing the art. Uh, joined by uh, Tamu Moray on colors. Steve Wands on the letters. So everybody knows Bane for just about one thing. That's, of course, Breaking the Bat. Batman and Robin. Oh. Uh, introducing them to their fetish of BDSM. Um, No, Batman and Robin. Oh, that. No, 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 no. He was a gimp. He was, he wasn't, he was a gimp. I guess he was a gimp. I guess he was a gimp. Yeah. I thought you were more alluding to uh, Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy, because then I could be like, oh, you know. All that went together, and when you know about Joel Schumacher, none of that should surprise anyone. Uh, that being said, yeah, that's pretty much Bane's legacy, breaking Batman's back. And it's been essentially all downhill from there. Um, this book is about that. This book is about that. It's about the fact that Bane really hasn't done much since then. Uh, in this book, he is a Mexican wrestler uh, who does special shows where he faces off against Batman and he breaks his back. Um, and it's kind of a loser life. He's getting paid and he's famous, but he's not really doing anything. And people who really know Bane know that Bane is a smart character, very capable, etc. Um, and then he goes on a mission to eliminate all Venom from the world. Uh, and that's, that's, that's really the, the premise of this thing. What did you guys make of it? I do not understand what these one bad thing, one bad day things are like. We're far enough along where it's they have not been keeping to what the promise was when they announced like the Riddler and stuff. Um, that being said, once I got away from that and like I realized like this is even a bad day for Bane. This is like a good day for him. Um, I was like, this this is a pretty damn good one shot. I enjoyed it. I, I had fun with this. Man, um, I am struggling with this because I really love this creative team a lot, but I did not like this. Really? Okay. Hmm. Um, You're a big Bane guy and a a wrestling guy. I figured like the opening page would have been like a, what a soldier right away. No, I think that comic book writers have long learned the wrong uh, lessons about who Bane is. Um, Bane is not stupid. Bane is not just gun. Bane is not just a body. Bane is a genius. And I can't stand that he's not portrayed that way. Williamson tries to kind of delve into that, but I don't think that we ever really get that. All Bane does is punch stuff throughout this whole thing and making money, breaking, quote, air quotes, breaking the back of a fake Batman in in Mexican wrestling, I don't think Bane would need to do that. He could run a company for a billion dollars. Yeah. It was a weird spot to put him in. Yeah. He keeps up with Batman, and I guess through the the course of the issue, I think we're led to believe that it's it's for quite a while. Uh... But it doesn't really like show them doing anything but fighting people. Yeah, exactly. Like his when is Bane's intelligence really a factor here? Um, I, I I think I think there was an opportunity to do something really cool. I don't think this book needed Batman much. Um, I think there was probably too much of that. Um, and what is Bane's? one bad day is it the day he took venom is it the day he met batman is it the day he broke batman's back what is it i think this book's premise is that bane already had his one bad day when he when he blew batman's back out um and uh, because he he reached a high that he could never what are you laughing at sean Um, yeah good question uh, it was like in nightfall you know what i'm talking about um when uh because he reached that high and then he's never reached that. He can never reach that high again. And and I think it's funny because it's also it's it's in the text. Yeah, Bane did the most brutal thing to Batman he could possibly do outside of killing him. 
Um, essentially, he did kill Batman in a way too. Um, but also, like, it's a, it's a bit of a meta commentary on like the character as well. Yeah. Um, because like every story with Bane has just been trying to recreate that moment, um, and the character of Bane never really gets that height again that he was in the 90s during you know like nightfall and stuff like that so i enjoyed that and and that all of that is told through the lens of almost like a washed up sports movie in a way or like you know he realizes like he's out of his prime he can't do anything to do it but he's helping a younger person there so it, it, it's a bit it's like a mickey rourke's wrestler in a way too um, he even looks like Mickey Rourke a bit in this, but I, I would say most of Howard Porter's faces look like Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a fine, a fine issue. Um, the Howard Porter art I thought was phenomenal. I was a big fan of Howard Porter stuff. And I, and I know his art has had to change, uh, because of, um, issues with his hands. Um, mm. where mm. that, like, if you look at early Howard Porter stuff, you cannot tell they're the same artist. Um, I actually really like current Howard Porter. It's 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 kind of gross. Um, it's hyper stylized because um, he's forced to do it. Um, yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it, especially for this this book. Uh, I'm particularly thinking about that. Like, it wasn't a splash page; so it was just one page, but like of him and Batman kind of globe trotting and you know fighting these Venom soldiers throughout the world. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I just don't know where it exists, why it exists. Uh, there's a big question mark on the why and when, uh, but what it is, I enjoy. This is, by the way, canonically after Alfred's death. It would, Yeah, it seems like it's, it's near future. So in what, on what planet is Batman even needing to team with Bane, let alone teaming with Bane. I'm not here for it. I don't get, I like, just do it without Batman. Just let Bane be on his own journey. If the, if the point is all about Bane anyway, then save the battle. Or if there, if you have to do it, save that for the end. They, they, why are they teaming up? I just don't think the book benefited from that. And then the other thing for me is just like, it's commenting on Bane being tied to these things, but it also keeps him tied to those things. There's not going to be a there's not going to be an issue too. So if this is all there is for the entire time, he's tied to the same things that Joshua Williamson is saying through the book that Bane shouldn't be tied to. There's no follow up to this. This is not even canon, most likely. Who knows at this point? Yeah, these one bad days can't be canon. So, you know, do something different. I, I don't know. I wanted to love this a lot because I love the creative team, and I love Bane. Did you ever I, did Did you read Riddler? Yeah, okay, yeah, he did. Right, I talked about it here. I think yeah, I think I think it was just me and Sean on that episode. I yeah I I oh yeah you tagged me with it actually Tyler mm -hmm. um, that's right I loved it yeah it was great. Yeah, I, I again like I, I know you said this, Tyler, and and I've said it all along. I just don't get how these have the the premise. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Kind of a paint by numbers Bane story. I I don't know. It was fine. I do want to say something positive because I haven't said anything positive yet, and I feel I feel bad about that. Um, I've really, really liked the way that in the end, Bane is kind of like, "Look, I I'm not going out like this. If if we if I need to fight you, and I know you'll beat me, but this is the only way that I can have peace." He says that to Batman. Mm -hmm. I felt like. That was a moment where Williamson was tapping into the pain that Bane probably feels being someone who quite simply doesn't live up to his potential. Because Bane is a genius. Bane can do anything. And all he's done is ride high off of breaking Batman's back. A character who has beaten him literally every time after that. 
So I like that aspect of it. I just wish there was more of that. I I pass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I might have to agree with you. I think I'm, this is a pass for me as well. I think it's fine, yeah. but like I don't think there's you can justify the cost of it, honestly. Yeah, that that's a fair point too. What is it? It's an eight dollar book, you know. Yeah, it fucking is. Uh, it sure is. Yeah, absolutely is. Well, let's talk about something that's uh, half the price and double the fun. Flash number seven ninety one, one minute war part two. Tyler making a face tells me he might not agree, but I had to have a transition. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yep. Scripts by Jeremy Adams, pencils by Roger Cruz, inks by Wellington uh, Diaz, and colors by Luis Guerrero, letters by Rob Lay. Um, okay, Tyler, you start. Talk to us. Oh, um, I, oh, I'm going to try and be nice. Um, <laughs> I find this to be pedestrian. <laughs> um, mm. I don't, I don't see the, the appeal, honestly. I think this is the appeal for me in the previous issue we, we've talked about uh, is that this is like, oh, this feels like old school DC. Um, now it still feels like that, but it feels like old school DC for the runs in between the big runs. Um, mm. It's the I don't want to say filler, but that's the only word I can think of um, it, it. I'm I'm not into it, to be honest. I think the art is also like fine like this is this is just like fine uh, capital f fine the book um i think the villains are not compelling um they even touch into the dark universe stuff but i'm like yeah i thought we were done with that i'm i'm cool with never touching that again uh out of all the things you could have touched on uh mm -hmm. that's the last thing i want you to touch on um i think a lot of the there, there's almost too many characters with all the flash people on it um because it doesn't really lend diversity into the power sets. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just not my. It's not my bag, honestly. Uh, before before I say mine quickly, how did you guys like the the first issue? Because I wasn't here for that, and I read I, both of them for this week. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I that's pretty much where I'm at. I um the I was surprised at how much I didn't like the art. Hmm. Uh the art to me I had one moment in uh 790s um uh with 790s art where I was like, "Oh yeah, this feels like an old flash comic. This is dope." Um but nothing is if it like it a ton has happened but it feels like nothing has happened yeah uh, iris quote unquote dies in this and i feel nothing and i feel and yeah like yeah like <laughs> that's that's the big thing is i feel like barry is like he's he's not even a character here he feels like a a cardboard cutout and iris is dead and it's just like damn i feel like i read a completely different comic book i i really like this i i thought it was awesome um i felt something when he was carrying iris i thought she was alive at the end of the last issue i was like eh, it's a yeah. it's a it's a cliffhanger okay wow big deal for, for them to still be saying she's dead and claiming that i was like oh shit that sucks it's terrible um then I felt bad because I thought that I uh, inappropriately called the book out for not making sense regarding the Speed Force because I realized that, I mean, the one-minute war, like, is that is that literal? Is that a literal thing? Like, these characters have the Speed Force, so they can cause destruction at a rapid rate, but that doesn't mean that everything else is has to move slow, does it? Like, so... I would assume so, because it's relative. That's what I thought. 
but I realized that I I don't know. I, I thought I was understand it. That's the thing. I found I found the book conflicting itself when it comes to mm-hmm. like the 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 speed element of what's going on. They haven't shown anything moving slow. Like we we we've only it's all seen frozen. yeah yeah like we've only really seen the Flash characters. So everything else is just like who knows? I guess. Uh, clarif- clarification: um, Wally's wife, I forget her name, um, Linda. Linda, she can move fast. She, I, I, she, I, she does have flash powers somehow got it i'm not 100 percent on it or how it happened okay. but she does have some connection yeah okay. um i'm wondering if this iris thing is like oh yeah we're moving between the the ticks of a, a second like we can't feel our heartbeat of course she we think she's dead mm. yeah that's a good an idiot that's a good uh that's or they're guess. they're really skipping over his uh, his CSI knowledge, you know. Because I just feel like she can't be dead. Like like damn, yeah. dude, that would suck. Um, but I I don't know. This is the this is a flash story. Um, especially from an art perspective, but even from a from a a story perspective that I feel like is from a bygone era, and I really find myself liking that. And I didn't like it in the wrestling issue of Flash that we reviewed. Uh, Tyler, I don't know if you remember that. I think, yeah. I didn't like it then, but I like it now. I like the family. I appreciate that they're all together, working on this together. I think that's awesome. I like the art. I love the colors. I think the colors are great. I think they're doing a lot of the work, but I love the colors. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This This... On a lot of weeks, this could have been my pick of the week. This was this has heart to me. When you say it's from a bygone era, it, it really feels like I just picked this up out of a back issue bin and started reading something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, personally yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Me neither. I, yeah, I'm not I'm, using I'm, that as a negative. Yeah. I uh I'm with Sean. Uh I just I, I think the the uh, Weird to say in a, a book about hyperspeed and things moving slow and fast at the same time, the pacing feels off to me. And these cliffhangers and, and things just, I don't know, they feel... I, I, for for the first two issues in, in an arc... These feel formulaic. Oh, someone's died. Wow, here's someone new. The thing too is like we're to I mean if you're if you're to believe the cover on this, it says one minute war, part two seconds. What is it gonna be what sixty issues? Um but if it is going by the second, uh-huh. literally, um like I don't even know what the motive of these people are is. And like You don't? Yeah, I feel like they. Talk yeah, about it. it's Come just on, like bro. it's like I need I need you for uh, the queen or the empress or whatever. I need I need trophies for the empress, and it's just like it's not. No, com- they're they're mining the planet. They're yeah, taking yeah. all for the like, planet's resources. But it's not it's not um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, compelling to me. It it's that, it's very that I get single yeah, layer. I, you know, I can't. Yeah, I mean that's that's your opinion. I can't argue with that. But they're definitely yeah. saying the reason in the book. It's a it's a, a, a well trod concept. Oh, the aliens are invading for our resources. What resources? We barely have any left. The other thing, the other thing is that they they actually mention a one minute war special. And there's an editor's note somewhere in here about that, and I didn't yeah. know that existed. Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was the first. I about it. I thought this was just starting now. I didn't realize there was back matter. I'm look it up. Yeah, like I would have loved to have read that. DC comics. Um, <laughs> the other, the other thing that grinded my gears, uh, which was minor in a book that I really enjoyed, but that end teaser character was an abomination. Is that? I mean, yeah. is that not just the man who laughs? That's sure what it looked like to me. Yeah, it it looks like the Batwoman who laughs, which was a knockoff of the Batman who laughs. But this isn't the Batwoman who laughs. It's a different. It's like the 
bat flash woman who giggles. Um, Sean, so it's so it's a knockoff of the the of bat a flash. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell was that? I don't know. Um, so uh, the Flash One Minute War special number one comes out on the thirty first of January. Oh, it comes out. Okay. Yeah. So but again, it, but it. Oh. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, a lot can happen in 60 seconds as the Flash event one minute war rages on. Writer Jeremy Adams gives you further insights into the alien speedster race that has invaded Central City and how the Flash family fights back. And like also like one of the things that bothered me is like. Like a 9-11 type event happens in Central City. <laughs> yes. And like I don't feel anything. Well, I mean, it's it it takes place in a microsecond like. I guess. What can you feel like? I guess the but like, like the thing is like that, and it's it's the same thing about Iris dying. It's just like, well, this is the Flash, and these are hyper speed villains, and we're about to fight a hyper speed war. Like, but like when Coast when Coast City was destroyed, like I felt that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like that, like that was a nuke being dropped, right? Fair, fair. This is like, this is the type of thing where, and, and maybe this is our issue with it, is it feels like this should be like absolutely fucking taking off. And because we're in the perspective of the flashes, it's like, it feels like it's still like building up and doing stuff. I mean, I kind of wish I was a pedestrian in this world, like a pedestrian in Central City. And that way I would have blinked and this would be over with, you know, but yeah, uh, it is what it is. I'm curious. I'm curious what the listeners are feeling about this. So apparently I'm offending them. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the but that's a weekly occurrence. Um, If you are enjoying this, if you're not enjoying this, if you want us to keep reviewing this, let us know. I'm going to pull. I'm still liking it. I, 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 I think this is. The hot stuff right now, and I'm not just saying that because Jeremy Adams is my pick for uh, uh, creator come up of the year. Cooking the books there, Sean. I'm gonna keep reading it though, because yeah, it, it was also a quick read. So like, <laughs> it's no it skin off tough. my back really. Besides the four bucks or whatever Comicsology discounts me at, if they will continue to do that, who knows? Oh, uh, yeah. Art aside, I listen. It's. Uh, the coolest flash event in a while. So I'm going to keep going. Fair enough. I think the best flash events, uh, need the rogues, but that's just a, that's just an opinion of mine. Listen, you know, not to hear me arguing at that point. Is that your, is that your, your quote unquote cancelable take? Oh, we should, we should do cancelable takes on the show on Saturday. That's what we should do. Of course we're going to do cancelable takes on the show, Tyler. God, I could read you all the ones Matt Murphy texted me that he didn't want to tweet about. Oh boy. Yeah. I might have to ask him to write me one because I don't think I have any. I got some for you. Oh boy! Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, to plan to plan three kingdom says no reverse flash in an event. L. <laughs> Catherine wrote for more, so there we go. At least at least one person wants to hear us continue to read one minute war. I think Flo uh, Dameron well, would like me to as well. So we've continued to read Immortal X Men. We have, I believe, we've reviewed every issue. I don't know if we've missed one. Um, and this is it for now. This is this is the I believe this is the pause while Sins of Sinister does its thing. Um, I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, this is exactly what I was hoping for when I said last week that I was still going to pull this and still going to pals pull it because I believe in this creative team. And I believe that there's a way to get back to the quality of the first half of this run. This might have been the best issue of the bunch. Uh, Kieran, Lunas, Lucas Wernick on art, David Curiel on Clayton Cowles on the letters. I love Professor X so much. I do. Professor I know, X I know is you one do of my reason. favorite characters. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you would. Yeah, you yeah, would yeah, know. Yeah, that. it was a little behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And this was the Professor X issue of all Professor X issues. The 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 inner monologue throughout, absolutely brilliant by Karen Gillan. He laid down words for this character that are the gospel now to me of this character that define this character in one issue. That's magic. That is magic. And Kieran Gillen did magic in this issue of Immortal X-Men. This is a brilliant comic book. It tied everything together. Somehow, it even a little bit redeemed Sinister for me. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) But I don't want to get negative. Right now, I just want to praise the brilliance of Kieran Gillen in this issue with Professor Xavier. So this might surprise you, Sean, but but me? I also Here we really, go. I also really like this issue. Okay. Yeah, All right. A little yeah. swerve for you. Um, I was, uh, it felt like uh, Kieran Gillen played the Professor X Marvel snap card because I was like stunlocked <laughs> when I read this. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, ooh, okay. All right. Did you actually get me excited for an X-Men event with one issue when I was Oof. negatively excited previously? Impressive, impressive. Um, Karen Gillan played on one of the biggest mysteries of Hoxpox that we dealt with in a way that I didn't expect anyone to deal with. And that's the mm-hmm. whole unmasking of Professor X. Like that, that is played on here, which I really enjoyed. Cause I think that's more of a meta commentary on like during Hoxpox when he was wearing the helmet the entire time. Everyone was like, yo, is that him? Is that, is that the maker? What's going on? We talked about that in our book club. Yeah, 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 which you guys should watch the book club. You know, I'm just saying it's 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 on the YouTube. Watch, listen. Yeah. We talked yeah. about it back when we were talking about Hawksbox. Like mm-hmm. I still think he's not. I mean, besides this issue. Well, what what this does is and what's what's so good about the Hawksbox run is theorizing. <laughs> um uh it, it leaves stuff in the air. It leaves uh, the 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 room for interpretation and like oh this is what's going on there's mystery involved which I think was something that's really been missing from the X Men stuff that I think was one of my favorite parts about you know House and Powers it brings yeah. it back yeah agreed now this might surprise you I felt okay about this. That's, that's now why the hell would that surprise me? That's glowing though from you. That's a glowing review from I, you. I uh I felt the gravity of it, but I think early on I think I got confused somewhere. And I wasn't sure if I was reading Sinister's monologue or if I was reading Xavier's monologue. And I think the idea by the time you, you get to the end, I think the idea is probably is probably that they're sort of one in the same. Yeah, uh, it, it felt in. But, yeah. and I'd like to give it an, another read at some point, but for me, I, I I found myself kind of trying to flip-flop and figure out who I was trying to follow and what made sense where. And um, so I think I struggled with that uh, a little bit. Sean, are we saying what happens in this? Can we, or, or, or are we tiptoeing around it? I would like to talk about it. Uh, let's. All right. So look, spoilers. If you hear this, you really, really, really shouldn't listen anymore. Skip ahead if you're watching this after. Mute it for like a few minutes if you're if you're watching us live right now. But yeah, this is a massive spoiler. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So at the end of this, we realize that the newly resurrected Professor X is a clone of Mr. Sinister, right? That's essentially what it is. Um, which is going to be kind of kicking off the Sins of Sinister event, right? Um, here's my thing. I don't think it's just Professor X. Yeah, I get that vibe too. I feel what like it's it's everyone that was just revived. I feel like... like it'll, um, it'll probably it, be like the whole council. Oh, I see. I think it's Exodus, um, Emma, and Xavier. 
and Hope was po- is possibly also a clone. I don't know if I'm reading too far into this, but this panel right here where those specific characters are yep. all like kind of walking, there's something about that that makes me think you might be right. They're in like, cahoots. Just, and, and also the, yeah. Im- the Immoral X-Men covers, they're front and center. Right. So uh, there's something definitely weird going on with them. And I like it. It's like secret invasion. You know, like who can you trust at this point? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. So there was a lot of conversation about how this makes sense at all. Um, and it's something that I think you're 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 rewarded if you're willing to do some research or if you already know. Um, but if you don't, then I'm hoping that Sins of Sinister will delve into more about how what Tyler just laid out is possible. Um, we know it's we know it's possible because they teased it in a prior issue of Immortal X-Men. So there's something to that. Um, the degree to which I guess we're going to have to find out. Well, so I, I actually read the data issue in this, in this, the data page in this issue, which I usually skip. Um, and it explicitly talks about like, hey, um, we can only really make these resurrected mutants because of Mr. Sinister. He has all these clones. He has all this DNA. Um, yeah. It would be nice if we can, you know, grow out of that and we're almost there to not needing him anymore, but we still need him. Um, and I think this is just showing how like, oh, that was your cardinal sin ever trusting him in the first place. Right. And these are the ramifications of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100 percent. It's a big mistake. A huge mistake. Gosh. You guys just see that dog stretch. Oh, my gosh. He did the. How often are you oh, just like girl. amazed at your dog? Oh man, daily, nightly. Uh, there were other things that I thought were great here. Um, I really like when they put Sinister in the pit. That was awesome. Right in the Hope, I really felt. Um, I really felt a lot when Cable was uh, had grabbed Hope's yep. body and you know brought her to the council and. Or brought her to be resurrected, and all the characters are standing around, and like the significance of her dying, like what a job they've done, taking a character who basically flopped, um, when she was when she was brought, you know, when she came out, and making her one of the most important characters, and to me one of the most interesting characters, going right now. To where I cared this much. I've always loved Hope. But to where I cared this much that she died. When I know she'll be resurrected, that's that's good work. Yeah, because Cable's her, her dad, you know? Like, he, yeah. even though he knows he can... Well, you don't know if you can resurrect Hope. That's the whole issue with Hope. There's a there's a mystery around that. Um, yeah, well, I, I know the, they can resurrect Hope. Sure, sure, but they like this. You know? not, yeah. They're not going to not resurrect her. Well, I think there's the whole issue with the power set. Like they had Mimic, and then Mimic was like, "I don't want to do that. That feels wrong." Which, hey, great scene, Mimic. I like Mimic as a character, uh, but he kind of he kind of bitched out on this. I got to say, uh, yeah. Sink came in and saved the day again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I thought there was another good good bit in here too, with a very short bit with um, Mystique and Destiny. Yeah. We're like, you know, they finally get Sinister. He's in the Krakosi. And then Destiny's like, yo, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, she says, hold up. <laughs> yeah, so like she knows shit's about to get messy. Um, and I think they're, they are going to be uh, in the storm, the, the continuation of X-Men Red. They're joining that team. The Brotherhood. In, so they're going to Morocco. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, we got to get away from anything dealing with resurrection uh, because Rocco doesn't do that. So it's interesting to see, like, uh, once again, Mystique and Destiny ahead of the curve, uh, which, yeah. which I love because I love those two characters. I Yeah, I still think they're the m- most interesting. Uh, we should talk about the Lucas Wernick art, oh. which I thought was fantastic. It's 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 consistent. Like he's 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 been great. The entire time, but I think he was called to do a lot in this issue. There's just not that much talky stuff, which Immortal X-Men has had quite a bit of. Um, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement. I, I I don't know if there's a page where it's just characters talking. There's, everyone's always doing something. 
And Lucas Wernick really rises to the occasion. Everything looks great. Yeah, which is wild for a Kieran Gillen book to not have a page just talking. So, like, you know, yeah. character growth all around. Um, it is nice seeing Lucas Wernick grow within the past year and a half, maybe two years at this point. Whenever, yeah. I guess a year, because we're talking um, the Scarlet Witch book that wasn't, uh, that was like, whatever, the Trial of Magneto, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, seeing him grow from there. There's that one like a uh, half page of the X-Men all gathered and like, you know, trying to, you know, storm sinister or whatever. And it is just nice. It just has Cyclops, and Jean Grey. It's like all of the core members just like guns blazing. Uh, I really like that page. Yeah, this is a, to me, this was a, a really special issue. Um, I still think that this iteration of Sinister is annoying um i i just don't agree with people who are saying because we you know we got some comments from people saying like oh he's just playing everybody by acting stupid that's not true um i read issue nine again and he's just irritating he's always (laughs) making dumb comments always joking even sequences where he's alone so i don't feel like he's playing games when he acts like that i think that's just how he is um he had good moments here i'm not going to deny that i don't exactly know how we get to sins of sinister from here that road is not 100 clear to me um but very interested to see you know what uh what happens next i feel like it's going to be like because i don't know where the where the roadmap leads to to sins of sinister either um i feel is it going to be similar to uh, powers of X where it's like an alternate future that could be happening where they send information back to the past to prevent that future. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't really know how that happens. We'll see. We know this is an, an alternate reality, right? With the Moiras, it's really confusing, honestly. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's I the thought, assumption we we're operating under. I thought that's what it was, too. Not yeah. Not like a continuation of what we're seeing, more right. like a far flung future if Sinister were to win. That's what I thought it was. Mm. Now, with this issue, I'm not so sure. I was thinking with this issue and potentially the last issue, we're already in it. Mm. Those are just like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe one of with the, the last issue, maybe one of the futures or whatever is one of the ones where he does win and then 10 is where we continue into sins of sinister hmm. i don't know I'm not, yeah <laughs> i'm not sure Brain hurts. Uh, also <laughs> this uh this mark brooks cover is so good uh fire. xavier <laughs> it is fire <laughs> xavier uh you know, appearing to be dying in some sort of inferno. Very good. Very good oh. symbolism. Very good. Uh, very good art. Uh, 10 quickly, out of 10. Yeah. yeah uh, just, I just want to uh, go back to your point about this sinister being uh, annoying. I'm interested to see about the other sinisters, uh, especially the one with the, the spade on his head, because that he's supposed to be like the old one, right? The one that like uh, knew Destiny and Mystique when they were Sherlock Holmes or whatever the fuck. Um, I wonder if that's the scary sinister. You know, the one we saw in the animated series that, you know, made everybody shit their pants all the time. And, uh, you know, a three Joker situation. That's what it that it, this whole thing gives me three jokers vibes. I don't yeah. I don't care about that aspect of this story at all. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. But I don't know. That's just my 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 thought. Maybe maybe he's actually the good one. Hmm. I'm 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 strapped in for the ride though. That's for sure. Yeah. I can't yep. tell you what's really going on, but uh I'm interested nonetheless. Pick of the week. Buy this comic. Same. Not yours, Kale? He might have to be. Yeah. He might have to be. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, I guess... Although it, Flash yeah. has Max Mercury in it, 
So mm. I think it's Flash. I think it's Flash. All right, fair enough. Uh, I was going to say it could have been Wasp number one, which is the, the well, all right, <laughs> which is the listener pick this week. Uh, thanks to everybody that voted. You guys really, really showed out for this one um, because it was hotly contested. Uh, this is um, Al Ewing, who's been doing some great work with Ant-Man, the various Ant-Men, uh, with art by Cassia Nye, colors by KJ Diaz, letters by Corey Pettit. Um, this is a look at a character who is a core key Avenger that I attribute this to the films because she was not in the roster for the Avengers. I don't feel like Janet gets almost any respect in terms of what she deserves. Um, I think Janet Van Dyne is an important character. She's an important Avenger and Al Ewing really ties or taps in rather to that fact, um, which I really enjoyed. I thought this was a banger. This was really, really strong issue. I thought, I thought this was a really smart issue for for a lot of reasons. I think it uh, – for number one, it really does two things great. It solidifies where Janet is currently mm-hmm. um, in the Marvel Universe, you know, kind of like she's still rich, um, but she's got like a stepdaughter now. You know, like she like the Avengers don't really exist in the same way they used to. Um, but it also solidifies her origin which I think is important because even me, like a long-term comics reader, specifically Marvel, I could not tell you Janet Van Dyne's origin. I could maybe tell you where she first showed up, but I couldn't really tell you the story behind it. Um, and this does that. Um, and in typical Al Ewing fashion, it, it uses the old Silver Age stuff uh, in a surprisingly scary way <laughs> um, to, to recontextualize her. I, I thought it was – I had a lot of fun with this, yeah. Dude, I popped when I saw Whirlwind. You big Whirlwind guy? Yo, I used to play the Avengers game on Sega, Captain America and the Avengers, and he's like the first villain you fight. Um, so I've always liked him because of that, but then I never I never saw him in a comic. So I think this is the first time I'm seeing Whirlwind in a book. Really? Oh, Whirlwind's like a great like C-list villain. That's what we should do a ranking of like C-list Marvel villains is what we should do next time when we don't have a main topic to talk about. Okay, so we do this. We do the show with a guy called Marco. Marco started reading comics in a year 2020. Marco does not know characters that would be on that list, so we cannot do that. It could just be, uh, you know, uh, purely aesthetics. <laughs> I shudder the thought. Um, yeah, even even to your point, like. Showing like her, you know, her, you know, surrogate daughter or whatever. Um, it almost makes her feel like a character. It may, it does make her feel like a character who's been around. Like this isn't yeah. her first rodeo. She's lived and died and she's still kicking. And I love that. Like for, for this woman to be standing here right now, she has to be very good at what she does. And they show us that they don't just tell us. They show us that she's a hero. Yeah, she loves fashion. Yeah, she wants to have a business and stuff, but she can get down. And she's a badass, too. Yeah. And she looks good doing it, too, because the whole fashion aspect of her that's, you know, still involved. Like, the whole time where she's threatening Roland, I was like, yo, do that to me. Did I say that on the mic? Oh, I thought I was muted. <laughs> uh, You want her to... Kale, what do you think of this book, Kale? Uh, I was really hoping you wouldn't ask. I didn't care for it. Really? That was fine. Perfectly serviceable mm, book. No. I, I don't care about the Wasp. Heard it here first, uh, pals. Kale does not care about the first women Avenger. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. It's just not interesting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I think her costume sucks, too. I don't what? know what to tell you. Oh, I love the Wasp costume. Which, like co- the, which uh, one? Look like, at this I cover like, and tell me which one zoom in, Sean. You, what do you think sucks. L- luck- luckily for me, it changes every five minutes. But the one in this uh, in this book specifically is not very good. Okay, I don't mean to sound like a creep, but I'm gonna. 
Oh, it's 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 the the boob design, right? Like the way the costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it and segments it's like, weird. It's, yeah. it's not a good one. Like it should be simpler. About it. Yeah. It's a, it's almost like it's almost like robotic lace or something. Like I'm not sure what uh, they were going for, but I yeah. j- just did not work for me. That's actually in my Amazon uh, 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 cart right now. Some robotic lace. All I right. Can't, I can't touch that. Um, I just, uh, I, uh, uh, isn't Jarvis dead? Didn't he die no, in, uh, he's back. Oh boy. That dude, I don't, I don't understand how that guy's always back, but, uh, how's Janet back? <laughs> you Jarvis know, is she, an she's, old she's, butler. <laughs> yeah, okay, she's, who cares? she's an Avenger. Like, yeah. Mary Jane's back. Everybody's back. Gwen Stacy's back. Everybody's back. Um, Death in comics. I I'll be I if we keep going with this, I'll be interested to see where it goes. But I certainly am not going to go out of my way for it. Look, I'll tell you right now, we're not reading another one of these. But <laughs> I I really really liked it. I don't I don't see a need for us to continue with this book. Um. But I really enjoyed it. I think that Al Ewing, the way he's working right now, it's like he's touching on all these characters that, in my mind, desperately need attention. Whether it's X-Men Red, whether it's Ant-Man, even Wasp. And he's doing things with them that appeal to people who are longtime fans or people who are just meeting them. I love the Wasp, but I don't have some deep history with the Wasp. But I came. I I enjoyed the hell out of this, just like I did Ant Man. I hate Eric O'Grady. I like that comic. I don't like Scott Lang at all, but I thought that was really good too. Yo, this Ant Man slander got me sweating. Listen, That's well. Scott, Scott Lang in the comics sucks. Like we can say. Did it. you read FF? Mike okay, Allred got me there. Yeah, all right, you got me there. He's I'll good. give you that one. He's That's good. the he's one good. place he's okay. This is best Scott Lang and Young Avengers, sort of. Um, what do you guys think of Nadia in this? I, I think having to recontextualize who Nadia is is an interesting kind of feat to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was fine. I like her. Yeah. I have you no guys read the, the Jeremy Whitley stuff? I read her debut, but I don't remember who wrote that. That was him. I yeah. think it was Jeremy Whitley. Uh, Jeremy Whitley writes a lot of young teenage heroines. Okay. I, yeah. I, well, it's fine. I say pull. We're not going to read any more like- of these, but you should pull this one. <laughs> no, I mean, do, listen, listen. If it were up to me, right, we'd be reviewing Spawn, but we don't because. Fair. Other people want other shit reviewed. Listen, I I was having a great time with Spawn. I, oh yeah, I'm I'm talking to Tyler. That felt like a punch in the dick every time I had to read Spawn, honestly. The the numbers we were doing didn't feel like a punch in the dick. Fair, fair. It's, um what'd you guys think of the we, uh Cassia Nye Nye art? Loved it. Um, very good. Yeah. yeah. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. It it has a it has again like a sort of classic feel to it. I think um, obviously, the colors are a big part of that. It's colored in a deliberate way. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's that mix of modern and classic that Al Ewing's been doing. And I think Cassie has a great uh, choice um, to tackle a book like this that that wants to capture that feel. I, I, I had no issues with it. I agree on the on the Wasp costume, by the way, um, for in this particular, yeah. uh, you know, issue. But yeah. yeah, I thought this looked great. I uh yeah, the art in this really reminded me of that first issue of uh uh Ant-Man that has that, you know, classic feel. Um I I don't know if it, it is colored the same way, but like Sean said, it it, it um uh, uh gives off that golden age very classic feel. And I, I wonder if it's simply because the, the wasp never really had anything like that, you know? Hmm. I'd be curious well, to see what issue this original origin was in as well. Was it a journey hmm. into mystery? Was it an Avengers? Like, 
An editor's note would have been nice. As seen an issue, you know, whatever. But Or if they if you had just made it up. Which I wouldn't put past him. I feel like he could easily make up a Silver Age type origin yeah. out of nowhere. Or expound on yeah. a Silver Age type origin. Yeah. Also the the villain in this, the giant mucinex booger, who you can't look at or else you die. <laughs> Kinda cool. Yup. I'll give you that. That's a cool villain, and that's why I would be interested to see where it goes. <laughs> but that shit was nasty and weird. Like right? yeah. and deadly. Just that's, how the, like. that's the worst part. Of course you do, Tyler. That's that's how you like your women. Um, nasty well, deadly not anymore. Weird. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect what I know about you. Um uh yeah, this you know. I, I had fun with this one. I, I enjoyed it. This, um, this would be my second pick of the week. Um, hmm. Mortal Action was just too good this week, though. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's unreal. Tyler, did we just get a follow, by the way? We got I... a follow on uh, YouTube from Dead Rising. Um, hey, thanks. Have fun uh, Have fun making uh, weapons for zombies, whatever you do, Dead Rising. <laughs> what? It's the it's the game where you like you're in a mall and you make the weird weapons out of like you can make oh, like right. a broom with a chainsaw attached to it so you have some range you know. I never played that. They're fun. Uh, you know what's fun? The fact that uh, every week we have a listener pick. Wasp was that this week. Um, go vote every single Saturday after our main show. You can vote for which book you think we should review uh, next week. So. The vote will be up. You guys will know on social media at the Comics Pals what the options are. If you want to submit for a book that's not on the list, something you think we should be reading, leave us a comment somewhere. Anywhere that uh, you can interact with us, you leave us a comment. We'll see it, and we'll take that into consideration. You can also alternatively join our Discord server and uh, leave your comments there. But uh, our reviews are over. Show's not over, though, because we do want to let you guys know what books we're looking forward to next week in the last segment we like to call Pals Pulls. Tyler, take it away. So for Pals Pulls, we have a couple of, uh, couple of books that we're excited for next week. Uh, Sean, you have Sins of Sinister number one. Yep. I chose Sins of Sinister number one before, and Tyler can attest to this, before Mortal X-Men. I was going on faith. Now I'm going on confidence. Because issue 10 of Immortal X-Men was so good that I, once again, I'm back on the Kieran Gillen train. I was never off it, but I was looking at the next stop, okay? I was. I was trying to see where I was going to get off. But Immortal 10 told me I need to stay on. We'll see how Sins of Sinister plays out. I'm excited about the fact that it's taking place next week. We don't have long to wait. We don't have to wait a month. I remember the wait for like Civil War number one being a month out and I wanted to die. Modern comics aren't like that. Mostly. I, still, I, we still have a flash book that got referenced in <laughs> this week's uh, issue that doesn't come out for two weeks. But you know. at least the event's happening. Sure, sure. Yeah. The point is, I'm looking forward to this. I think this has the potential to be great. I don't foresee another uh, uh, X Lives, X Deaths on our hands. Kieran Gillen. Mm. Prove me wrong. Or prove me right. Prove me right. Another book you're interested in, Sean, is Yunkyard Yo, uh, as as my oh, Puerto Rican family would say. Um, number four. Um, we are, this is by a uh, friend of the show, Jeff Johns, and maybe one day a friend of the show, Gary Frank. Um, as Sean keeps laughing, I guess I will oh, talk about cool. this. Um, this is the issue we never got to read, so we're finally in the new stuff now. Yeah. So it's exciting. <laughs> Oh man, dude. Oh God, you kill me. Um, <laughs> yes, I <laughs> because I know exactly what you're talking about. That's why I knew yeah, what yeah, you were yeah. doing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah my yeah, girlfriend's yeah. gonna get a kick out of that. But um, because <laughs> uh, she's Puerto Rican, we not read Junkyard Joe four as Tyler laid out. We read the first three way in advance. I promise this is the last time I'll bring that up. Um, Humble brag. So I know, right? Yeah. So I'm going into this with fresh eyes. And that is so exciting to me because Junkyard Joe, to me, was – I don't know if it's fair to call it a sleeper hit because of the creative team. Like you expect greatness, but no one was talking about it. So to me, Junkyard Joe 
was one of the sleeper hits of 2022, one of the best overall books of 2022, and going into 2023, still one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. Can't get enough. Yeah, I'm and uh, for this one. by the way, thanks a lot, Dylan. I appreciate that. Thank you for the compliment. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, who who's up next? Is it? It's uh, Marco. Oh, Marcos is still in here. Marco wanted this Adolf Hitler uh, cover, uh, Sergeant Rock versus Army of the Dead. Uh, Marco is. Tyler. Hey, no. He's not here? All right, so we don't need to have we context We told you this. Yo, whoa, yeah. We won't say why Marco chose us then. Fine, we'll let that let that sit. Marco's a big fan of Hitler. Let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's just a big Bruce Campbell guy, I swear. He told um, us there were things we couldn't say, but he didn't say we couldn't say that. That's so, true. Thank that's you. true. Not not in the not in his his mandate. Um yep. I am picking saga number 61. Um Whenever, whenever I see a new saga issue, I pick it up. It is the only book that I still pick up physically, the only one. Um, and I realize now, as I'm saying that, um, I don't have a place to pick it up physically right now, so I have to find one. Um, so we'll, we'll see where I decide to go for that. Uh, I also picked Exterminators number five. This is the Leah Williams uh, book that deals with uh, Boom Boom. Wolverine, Jubilee, and Dazzler. Um, what if Dazzler had a dumpy? That's pretty much the premise of this book. Uh, I'm loving it. This is the final issue. It's super fun. Uh, I want more of it, even though this is the last one, but we'll see what happens. Kale. Darkwing Duck. Not a big surprise oh, with this yeah. one. Really? No. Yo. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I'm a duck man. Yeah. I don't, you know. Uh, Darkwing Duck, man. What can I say about Darkwing Duck? Like, there has never been a character that I, uh, admire more than Darkwing Duck. He's a capitalist stooge, and I can't help that. Um, you know, you can't, the heart feels what it feels. Um, I know this is gonna be awful. (laughs) The dynamite Going logo isn't having uh, giving you confidence. Yeah, and then and then uh, gargoyles number one last month. I just I have no faith in it. But it's Darkwing Duck. I gotta give it a chance. Not as big a fan as you. Clearly, you have a very personal relationship. But I also love Darkwing Duck, and I'm seriously considering that we review this. Should we torture ourselves in that way? Can I can I give you guys a surprising yep. admission? As the lone Disney adult here, um, never seen it. Never seen it. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would like it. I, I probably like would. Not, like I'm a big Donald Duck guy. Like I, I almost got a Donald Duck tattoo once. But you know, yeah, yeah. If you're if you like Ducktales at all, yeah. you'll like Darkwing Duck. Oh, the most recent Ducktales was so good. I'm so mad they got yeah. rid of that. Yeah. Uh, and Kel, you also want to check out Inferno Girl Red. Book one. Now talk about talk about uh, torturing ourselves. Uh, I uh, man, I do not like uh, uh, Radiant Black. This is part of that universe. This is, uh, I guess, uh, Matt Groom's um, common writer spinoff, common writer uh, 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 homage pastiche uh, for the massive verse, as they call it. Um, I'm gonna check it. Out. And Kale, the the rare third pals poll. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Tyler, Common Rider Cougar. I'm sorry. I'm Volume sorry. Two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tyler, what? We're we're not gonna we're we're really just gonna slip past and not dunk on him for pulling a book that he is open talking about hating. The no, book it originated I, I from. It. And I, I get I, it. What do we do on this show? I get it. You you know my the history of my marriage, so I get it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, talk about some Kuga. The manga, volume two. Um, I did the lettering. I actually haven't seen this one um, in print yet. So um, uh, I don't know if it's under my name or under my pen name. Uh, but I did the lettering, and uh, it's really good. I hope you buy it, and I hope you like it. Kale, is your name spelled Hitotsu Yoshimi Yonoshima? Is that how you spell your name? Yeah. Okay. You know yeah. that? 
you and the 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 the, C, the Sibolsky, uh, camp there. <laughs> <laughs> looks cool. Looks cool. Even though he looks like pastrami in the cover, I'm just hungry. Dude, the, the fucking co- the covers, and then there are color pages in this Ooh. that aren't color. Because my employer is cheap and balls. Excuse the cover. Excuse the color pages. They look awful. But everything else looks. Everything else looks great. I promise. I promise. If you'll get past those, everything else is great. (laughs) I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) Kill. I mean, listen. That was the worst sell job ever, but Kale's a part of the team. Kale works hard. Kale's talented. Buy this book. I'm the talented one on the on the team. That's I can't speak for anybody else. <laughs> Listen, great why creative would we even partner, bother? Kale Ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear that, guys? A bus just drove by. I think the whole other creative team was underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, Tyler. All right. That's going to do it for this week's Pals Polls. Thank you guys so much for listening. Come hang out with us on the main show, which streams live on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, Tyler, what are I you just, doing? I want Because we don't do plugs on the show, but I do want to do a plug if that's okay. I would like to plug. I just put out the Century Marvel Legends review today. So I would just like to see those view numbers go up. That's all. I just want to put that out there. I know. We Can you do please plugs. do the rest of the plugs, Tyler? I don't remember how they go. It's not my job. But your job's to interrupt me. Well, for 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 content views, yes. That was in his contract. <clears throat> All right, we put that in there. Yeah. So, uh, listen to us live, Twitch and YouTube. At 10.15 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. If you want to watch this show live, that's 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, vote for the listener pick every Saturday after the main show. The poll's up. It lasts until Wednesday, so you got some time. What you can even do is you can read your week's polls and then let us know based on that what you think we should – what you want to pick. Uh, there's lots of ways that you can, you know, get involved with the, with the uh, listener pick. So head on over to Twitch or Twitter, rather, and do that. Join our Discord server also. Uh, come hang out with us over there. Uh, memes, or a, at least a meme was posted of me uh, a few minutes ago. So that's the kind of thing we're doing over there. Wait, really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's what he looks like when I talk about a book. Which that's channel absolutely is it not true. Is it in the, the House uh, of Memes. <laughs> the House of Memes. Uh, and uh, yeah, for everything else... <laughs> For everything else, we'll catch you guys later. Until next time, take care, guys. See you next week.